Let us turn to John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 9. There was the true light which coming into the world enlightens every man. Chapter 6. There is a lad here who had five barley loaves and two fish. But what are these for so many people? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down and numbered about 5,000. Verse 13. And so they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Jesus therefore said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. The five loaves and two fish. The loaves here are barley loaves. Here we speak, here we see the true bread that comes from heaven. This true bread in the original Greek is the same word as this barley loaf. The Lord used five, lo- five barley loaves and two fish to feed the multitude of five And now he tells us that it is my Father who gives to you the true bread out of heaven. Our Lord is the true light. He is the true loaf. John chapter 15. Verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. The Lord said, I am the true vine. True light, true loaf, true vine. Let us bow our heads for a further word of prayer. Lord, we want to thank you by your grace we can come here tonight. We come here this evening. For the words that you have spoken, we want to thank you. 
Thank you, Lord, that there is no lacking of your word in these past days. We are like the Queen of Sheba. To come before the presence of the one who is greater than Solomon. We want to hear the words of wisdom from Solomon. Lord, thank you for giving us these words of wisdom. We are so blessed. We thank you. We want to commit this evening into your hands. We know you want to continue to speak to us. You will speak to us tomorrow. You will continue to speak to us through the bread and the cup. We give you all the worship and praise and praise. Lord, do give us a hearing ear. A teachable heart. That we can be like Mary seated before your feet. Listen to our prayers. Because you have given us the best. There is nothing that can be taken from us. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' precious name. Brothers and sisters know that the theme of this conference is Christ-centered service. My responsibility in the evening is service based on Christ the truth. The Lord said, I am the truth. And he also prayed to the Father, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Thank the Lord. When our Lord manifested himself, he has a word to speak. Two thousand years ago, he spoke through his son. That is the word that became flesh. He also wrote his will in the Bible. This is the written word. No matter what, God's word enables us to be sanctified. When we read the Bible, we see there are many purposes in the Bible. If we look from afar, it's as if it's written in a bust. And that bust is our Lord Himself. Many times we don't understand the word of God. But if you look at that shadow, and then behind all the word, you see there's a great man. When you see that man, you and I understand. Before we didn't understand the scripture, but the Spirit is to guide us into all truth. What the Holy Spirit does is what the resurrected Lord has done. When he expounded the word to those two Timaeus, the Bible needs to be open and expounded. 
一从先知开始，从旧约开始，一直凡是指着他的话，都为他们讲清楚。And from the prophets in the Old Testament, he expounded the word. 结果他们心里就火热。And their hearts burned with fire. 他们本来是往以马乌斯去。They were going towards Emmaus. 他们本来是走下坡路。They were going down a slope. 现在他们回去。But now they are returning. 他们愿意回到耶路撒冷。They want to go back to Jerusalem. 感谢主。Thank the Lord. 弟兄姊妹， Brothers、你看见吗？当我们的主。复活的主把圣经为我们解开的时候 ，When our resurrected Lord has opened up the Word to us， 他把真理为我们解开的时候 ，When He opens up the truth to us， 我们心里就火热。Our hearts burn within， 不止对以马乌斯的门徒 ，Not only to the disciples in the mail， 我们知道对复活主复活以后对门徒显现也是如此。And after the Lord resurrected， when He when He appeared to the disciples， 他也是从旧约摩西。And he spoke from the Old Testament, Moses, the Law, and the Prophets. He said, "Anything according to my word shall be fulfilled." Then the Lord opened their understanding. And 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 then the Lord opened their understanding. On one hand, we see that the word is truth. But how do you explain the word? 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 I am the truth. Christ is that key. For that reason, from the Gospel of John, we see what truth is this truth. This truth is this truth is true. All the other truths are true as well. But if you are to understand all these truths, when you understand that true truth, 弟兄姊妹，你我们就知道怎么样能以基督的真理来侍奉。Then we know how to serve Him based on Christ, the truth. So, 感谢主 Thank the Lord. 在他在约在圣灵启示约翰福音的时候。When Holy Spirit、uh, revealed the Gospel of John, because John is the one who can reveal the truth to us. Because John was the one who could clearly speak of the truth. What God entrusted to John was the truth. So in John 2:3, not only speaks of truth, but it speaks of our truth within. So John is the one who can speak of truth. So John knew the truth. John is serving the Lord by this truth. Not only the truth in the Bible, not only the truth in the Old Testament, but this truth has already entered into John. So when he wrote the Gospel of John, so when he wrote the Gospel of John, he opened up. He opened up this matter of the truth. So, we, 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 we,
Last evening, through the entire Gospel of John, 特别是前面十二章 especially the first twelve chapters, 一开始生命在他里头 we show that the life was in him. 这生命就是人的光 and this life was the light of man. 那光是真光 that light was a true light. 一直到十二章 all the way to chapter twelve. 我们如果光跟从这个光 if we were to just follow this light, 我们要成为光明之子 we will become the sons of light. 所以所有的故事从真光开始 so all the stories begin with the true light. 要照亮世界所有的人 ，to enlighten the man, all of mankind。结果约翰他就是第一个最早最早接待耶稣基督的人。And John was the first one to receive the Lord Jesus。那他怎么接受的呢 ？How did he receive him？ 因为有一天他看见了真光。Because one day he saw the true light。他遇见了真光。He met the true light。所以他就听见说：“看那神的羔羊。”And he heard, "Behold the Lamb of God." 除去世人罪孽。Who takes away the sin of the world？ 真光让他看见我们的主乃是救主。The true light showed him that our Lord is the Savior。他要除去我们的罪。To take away all of our sins。住在十字架上。On the cross。他做我们的中保。Our Lord was our mediator。一手拉着我们，一手拉着父神。On one hand he grabbed our hand, on the other hand he grabbed the hand of the Father。叫我们能与他和好。So that we can be reconciled。现在靠着我们的主。Now by our Lord。我们能坦然无惧来到神的面前。We can come boldly before His presence。本来我们的罪叫我们离开神，不知道有多远。Before our sins separated us from a great distance with our Lord。现在见到不能够再见。Now we are close. We are so close. 罪不只叫人与神分开。Sin not only separated man and God. 罪也叫人天与地分开。Sin also separated heaven and earth. 所以主在十字架上不只是中保。So our Lord was not only a mediator on the cross. 他也是天梯。He is also the heavenly ladder. 他一手拉着地，一手拉着天。One hand he holds the earth, the other the heaven. 在十字架上。And on the cross. 天和地第一次又重新连接。The heaven and earth were once again connected. 所以我们这些蒙恩得救的人。So all of us were saved by grace. 今天在地好像在天。On earth, as as if in heaven. When we sing this song, "Hark the angels sing," we are singing in the earth. 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 We are singing in the So during the turmoil in China, once the wife of Hudson Taylor said, "During those turbulent days, four tur- very turmoil days." What did he? She write in the diary. Because at any moment they might be martyred. 结果他告诉我们说。他说那四天是个最美好的四天。She actually wrote in her diary and said those were the four most glorious days. 他说我们分不清楚那四天我们到底在地上呢，我们还是在天上。We couldn't distinguish whether we were on earth or we were in heaven. 他们明明是在中国。They were in China. 明明是在中国的土地上。They were on the territory of China. 他说我们分不清楚。But they couldn't distinguish. 那四天我们到底在天上还是在地上 ？On those four days, were we in heaven or on earth? Thank the Lord. This light is true light. That light is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. Not only shows us that our Lord is our mediator, but also shows us that He is the true light. 
The life is in Him. And our Lord is the Son, of the Son, the only begotten Son in His kingdom. In chapter four, that living water was in the Samaritan woman. But life means in Him. Before the life, the life was in Him. Now the life is in me. Why? Because on that cross, that rock of ages was cleft for us. So from his side pour forth blood and water. Brothers and sisters, for this reason, even though we are at the foot of Mount Hermon, we can drink the water from Mount Hermon. When you drink that water, you have to say that water is not only at the top of the mountain, but the water is in us. This is the story of chapter 4. And then this life grows in us. And this life works in us. The cross works in us. It does the work of measurement. It measures it many times. So from our innermost flows out rivers of water. When our life matures, and our light also grows. So then we confess our sins. And the blood of our Lord cleanses all our sins. And we are cleansed. And we are sanctified. From perfection to perfection. On one hand, the word of the Lord is a lamp unto my feet. If we are to keep his word, we already know the truth. But the truth sets us free. Before we had no freedom, we were in the bondage of sin. We are the bondage of flesh. We were like that adulterous woman. But thank the Lord, when the light came, that woman was set free. No longer would she sin. Why? Not only did she follow the light within, the truth set us free. The Lord said, I am the truth. And if the Son were to give us, set us, get, set us true, free, we, see, we shall be free indeed. And then we are his true disciples. Thank the Lord. The true light enables us to be the true worshiper. The true light enables us to be the true disciples. Not only that, at the very end, if we are to follow this light, we become sons of light. Brothers and not only do we accept the light, we are born in the light. We also grow in the light. Not only is this life a life abundant life, but it is abundant life. What is the life abundant? What does light abundant mean? It means glory is shown forth. When we are conformed to the image of His Son, what does that mean? Not only is life abundant, light is abundant. And when light is abundant, Man shall see God's glory. And we give glory to God. Brothers, thank you.
Thank the Lord. 那光是真光。That light is true light. 你知道这个真光在我们身上，不只叫我们明白一点真理。That true light not only allows us to understand some truth. 不是明白一点救恩的理论。Or understand some theory. 不是明白一点 Christology 基督论。不是的。Or allows us to understand Christology. 弟兄姊妹，你看见吗？真理都在这里。The truth is here. 但是那真光。But it's true light. 弟兄，那个光要叫你痛。This true light will be painful. That light will make you repent. This true light will make you repent. That light will make you become a true worshiper. This true light will turn you into a true worshiper. You are not in the outside. Not in ritualism. You are no longer outside doing rituals. That is Judaism. That is not Christianity. That is not Christianity. True Christianity is that the true light turns us into true worshippers. We can worship the. We can worship anywhere. So, brothers and sisters, may the Lord open our eyes. This is true. This is the service of Christ as the truth. If we are to serve God, we have to preach this truth. We need to bring all before God. Brothers, what is the way? When you bring them to the Father, that is the way. Any way that does not lead to the Father is not the way. So, thank the Lord, brothers. We see here that light is a true light. But not only that, He is not only the true light. He is the true loaf. That, brothers, we see the miracle of the five loaves and two fish. This miracle of the five loaves and two fish is the only miracle that is mentioned in all four Gospels. That's the one special feature. The second feature. It is the only miracle that is different than all other miracles. What are all other miracles? When our Lord performs the miracle, the disciples are observing. The disciples become observers. They're like watching a basketball game. Our Lord is playing basketball. They were watching the game. All other miracles are like that. What is a miracle? According to the definition of the Bible, miracle is the finger of God. Whenever God moves His finger, a miracle happens. So, brothers, our Lord performed many miracles. When the Lord moved His finger, a miracle would happen. Thank the Lord. So many miracles, but there was only one miracle. And this miracle, that the disciples were not just observers. The disciples were participants. In all other miracles, they did not have a part. This is the only miracle where they were participants. Isn't that amazing? What is service? Don't forget. 
Every single service is a miracle. 你不要以为你很会讲道。Don't think that you know how to preach. 你不要以为你从前是律师，现在你就可以传福音。Don't don't think that because you're a lawyer, you now can preach the gospel. 地上没有一个金口能叫人蒙恩得救的。There is not a golden mouth on earth that can save.、Life. 所有蒙恩人蒙恩得救的都是神迹。All those that are being saved, it's a miracle. 弟兄姊妹，你办不到，我也办不到。You can't do it, I can't do it. 只有圣灵动了他的指头，这个人就得救了。Only when the Holy Spirit moves his finger, that person is saved. 谁动了？指头，保罗得救了。保罗最不容易得救的。Paul would be most difficult to be saved. 但是感谢主。But thank the Lord. 为什么？这是神迹。This is a miracle. 就是你不能解释啊。You might not explain it. 为什么一个地方有这么多人得救啊 ？Why are so many people saved in this place? 一个小小的县可以有十万人得救。A small district, a hundred thousand people. 你说怎么解释？ How do you explain that? You say, "Well, we have many gifted preachers." Brothers and sisters, 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 It was five loaves. 结果五千人统统吃饱。About five thousand were fed. 亲爱的弟兄姊妹 ，Brothers and sisters， 这个神迹是主的神迹。This miracle is the Lord's miracle. 门徒的功劳在哪里 ？What is the contribution of the disciples? 什么也没有做。They didn't do anything. 他们所做的就是把使主所做的把它递出去就完了。What they did was they received what from the Lord and just gave it out. 所以弟兄姊妹，你明白吗 ？Do you understand? 这个叫做侍奉。This is service. 侍奉。What a service! 神恩待我们。That the Lord is gracious to us. 神看上了我们。He saw us. 他要行一个神迹。He wants to do a miracle. 弟兄姊妹，我不知道住在哪里要行神迹。
I don't know where the Lord is going to do a miracle. I do not know when He's going to save thousands. But what do we do? The Lord invites us that in the miracle of the five loaves and two fish, we can be partakers. On one hand, you see the miracle. Five loaves, two fish. One person, that's not enough for one person. It's not enough for the twelve disciples. But thank the Lord. Once that five loaves and two, bre- two fish were given, after the Lord blessed us, and through a miracle, five loaves, two fish fed all five thousand. This is why we are blessed today. That is why we have a harvest today. How can five loaves, two fish feed five thousand? You say this is quite impossible. But don't forget, this is a miracle. But when we give out the bread, what we give out is what the Lord has already done. And then all of us gather a basket full of leftovers. This script, this passage, is what is written in Psalm. That the Lord has prepared a feast in the wilderness. This is a great banquet. How do you know this is a banquet from somebody very wealthy? You have to ask how many leftovers are taken back by the servants. How, how, how rich this banquet is. You can see through how many leftovers are taken back by the servants. So each disciple received a basket full of leftovers. Twelve baskets full. Brothers and sisters, what does this mean? Is this basket a similar basket that we just use to buy stuff at the market? No. The Bible tells us when the Jews used to travel, they did not interface with Gentiles. They would not eat what the Gentiles ate. They would not sleep where they slept. So anytime they traveled, they brought with themselves a big bag. That is their traveling bag. This traveling bag was as big as they were. They would put their food in it. They would put the straw in it. So in the wilderness, they can rest. So the twelve basketfuls speaks of this traveling bag before the miracle was accomplished five loaves and two fish was not enough to feed one person but after his blessing every disciple took back a basket full all those who served 
They have an experience. The more you serve, the more satisfied you are. The more, satis- the more service, the more satisfaction. When you stand up to speak for the Lord, you are empty. But after you finish speaking, inside you are full. Brothers and sisters, many times somebody asks, when we read a book in the Bible, and many times we study it for 20 hours how can we speak for 20 hours don't forget the more you speak the more you are satisfied you are indeed satisfied you say how does all the time go by so fast all those who serve the Lord have this experience thank the Lord in the wilderness he does prepare a banquet for us and five loaves and two fish fed everybody brothers and they ask well how can this miracle happen many modernists will say we don't believe it's impossible so they change God's word so they, they say that when the Lord was preaching to the five and the, when he preached they were so touched so they were so touched that each one in the multitude took out five loaves and two fish and then they were fed may the Lord open our eyes it's not that this is a miracle but does the miracle contradict the natural no because the natural law is created by God when the creation was done God said this is good God cannot deny himself so God will not overturn the natural law in the Bible none of the miracles go against the natural law what does, what does that mean? How can the 5,000 be fed? Don't forget. Why? Our Lord said, He is the true loaf. All of the barley is according to the true barley. So our Lord said, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself. This this loaf is a barley loaf. It is a barley loaf. But our Lord is the true barley. All the barleys are according to the true barley. When you go through the field, do you know how the Lord created the barley? The Lord knew that one day the true barley was going to come down to earth. Many people don't believe in this Man doesn't believe in the miracle. But brothers, there was already the story before creation. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Before it was only a few grains. But when the grain is mature, 
and then it is ground into powder. Then add some oil, and then add oil. Then add oil, and then you burn it. That oil is out. And then you have the loaf. Brothers and sisters, do you understand? All of this oil's success, all the accomplishment of this shadow, is but a shadow. That oil is a real oil. Only that one is the true loaf. If this loaf satisfies you, if this loaf gives you peace, if this loaf gives you enjoyment, and that is the true loaf coming down from heaven. So, brothers, you see, just in the millisecond. Within milliseconds, brothers and sisters, our Lord was able to impart the five loaves into fifteen. This impartation was actually a multiplication, not an addition. All biologists can tell you. When a grain is growing, it is under the multiplication rule. As it is, it, it grows geometrically. Do you know that life is a mystery? When we were first born, we only had one cell. Then two cells. And when a person is forty years old, a person is this tall. This you see, it's quite a mystery. This is the 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 way the life grows. When you go through the fields today, do you think it's a miracle? That you can see a grain of wheat turning into a harvest? Now do you understand? There's a truth here. There are many wheats on this world. In that miracle, you had five loaves, two fish. But brothers and sisters, Our Lord is that true loaf. So into this reason, for that reason, you can see that it is not only one loaf that lies in the earth. So unless a grain of wheat comes, he will not die. He will not die. He will not die. He hung on the cross for us. And he also raised from the dead. And the life was given out. He ascended to heaven. And our Father anointed him. During the day of Pentecost. And in the Old Testament, you saw the waving of the two loaves. So the Lord shows us. He is the true loaf. What do you use today to satisfy others? What do you use today to serve? Are you feeding others with a message from yourself? Or do you feed others with the true bread? That true loaf is not yours. That true loaf is the Lord. That miracle is the Lord. Brothers, our Lord went through the cross. He rose from the dead. He ascended to heaven. Thank the Lord. He is the 
the bread that came down from heaven. And when the Holy Spirit came down, you see that the bread came down as well. Just like the dew and the manna. From now on, no longer we hunger. As long as we have the Lord, we are satisfied. I ask you, you have served for so long. Are you the one working? When there's a great need, how do you do? What do you do? Many people are very capable. Sooner or later, you'll see. God's work only God can do. Only all of God's works are miracles. It doesn't matter if you touch, move a hundred thousand fingers. The Lord only has to move his pinky. Five thousand were satisfied. Many people were satisfied. When you see the miracle, what do you say? Do you say, I'm a great servant? I'm a great preacher? Forgive me for saying this. I really dislike when people say, I am a preacher. I the preacher. We are all preachers. We are all priests. Brothers and how is the work of God done today? Is it according to spiritual greatness? How come the gospel is spread in so many different places How many billigrams are in Korea? Brothers and but in Korea, there's so many Christians. The proportion is great. You never thought of that. Where are those great preachers? Where is the contribution of the great preachers? Brothers and sisters, we are all priests. We all need to serve God. We can teach, we can be in a company. This is all about our Avocation. But our vocation is to serve God. Brothers, what are you using to serve? Don't forget. You use the true loaf to serve. So many times we memorize a passage. We memorize a sermon. Many, many times we memorize Spurgeon's sermon. Or John Sung's message. Brothers, Yes, the Lord is gracious for us. When the name of the Lord is exalted, man will be saved. But sooner or later we have to see. He is the true love. Thank the Lord. What does it represent? I already said. We mentioned yesterday that the first part of the calendar, uh, this is represent the, the first cycle in the Jewish calendar is represented by the bread. So during Passover, 
So the first fruits of the wheat they used to wave before the God. How do you explain the land of Canaan? How do you know it's the land flowing with milk and honey? There are two things that represent. On one hand, you see the wheat and barley, and then you also see the olive and the grape. When you speak of the land of Canaan, it is but a shadow. Our Lord is the true loaf. What Canaan represents is the unsearchable riches of Christ. So when Paul served, he gave out the unsearchable riches of Christ to people. But not only that, you know what the Lord said? He says, I am the true vine. I already mentioned it's not that all the other vines are false but because the Lord is the true vine so within milliseconds the water goes through him becoming wine brothers when our Lord turned water into wine did he go, did he go against the natural law no and the natural law this already existed something that used to happen in four months now just happens in milliseconds what did he say to Mary? He said, My hour has not yet come. What do I have to do with you? My hour has not yet come. What does that mean? Our Lord is the true vine. He came on earth. It's to turn water into wine. He gives us the true wine. When does he turn the water into wine? Exactly at that time. It wasn't at that time. Why did he turn water into wine? Because somebody said, we are out of wine. We have used up our wine. This is only the situation at that wedding. The Lord was to be the Savior of the world. He wants to save all in the world. He wants to give wine to this world. He wants to give joy to this world. So it is not because in the wedding there is no more wine that He is going to turn water into wine. But my hour has not come. What does that mean? The, the time for me to truly change water into wine has not but only when there is that true need will I turn water into wine so if you read the scripture when you read chapter 7 it says my hour has not come in chapter 8 my hour has not yet come but when you read chapter 12 you know that there were some Greeks who came to meet the Lord they were the disciples of Socrates disciples of Aristotle they want to use the philosophy to create a heaven on earth they tried for 500 years over 500 years were they successful? no 
So they say we want to meet Jesus. Before they want to meet Socrates. They want to meet Aristotle. Now we want to meet Jesus. Why? Because the wine of the world is used up. So when Jesus heard those words, He says, The time of the Son of Glory has come. Brothers and sisters, when the world says there is no more wine, when the world has come to its turn, these Greeks representing the entire world, they said we no longer have wine. He said the hour of the Son of Man to be glorified has come. We thank the Lord. Now the Lord can go to the cross. The cross is that wine press. And then that from that big wine press it flows down to a smaller wine press. The big wine press is the cross. The smaller wine press is resurrection. Brothers, when our Lord rose from the dead, that true wine then flowed into you and me. Oh, Brothers and sisters, this is how our Lord came down to earth. Not only was He the Lamb of God, not only was He the Heavenly Ladder, and He was not only imparting life to us through the rock that was cleft, but He wants us to be even more rich. So he he keeps the best best wine for the end. So now truly is the time for him to turn water into wine. When we speak of wine, it is the story of the latter half of the calendar. Because the latter part of the calendar is the Feast of Tabernacles. So now the hour to turn the water into wine has come. And he said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, on one hand, the time to change water into wine is now. But this is only the story of the latter half of the calendar. What about the first part of the calendar? Only when you add both parts do you have the unsearchable riches of Christ. What did he say? Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. We know he is the true loaf. He is the true vine. When you put together the true vine and the true loaf, when you add the first and second part of the Jewish calendar, when you add together the produce of the land of Canaan, you use this to serve the children of God. 
This is how Paul served. Thank the Lord. Not only do you see him as a true loaf, you see him as the true vine. Brothers and And through the wine press of the cross, thank the Lord. You have a cup of wine. That cup of wine is every time we break bread before the Lord's table. On one hand, you see the loaf. On the other hand, you see the cup. What is in the cup is the wine. That wine is the true wine. Why does the Lord speak of cup? Because the cup speaks to our Even though our Lord was broken on the cross, but when the grape is ripe, it is the most beautiful. All the artists want to, want to paint a ripe grape because it represents the fullness of life. A hand now takes the grape. The foot is stepping on it. So all the people that work in the vineyards go to the vineyard. They live in the vineyard. They take down all the grapes. They take off the shoes. And they start stepping on the grapes. Brothers and sisters. When the grape is its most proud, when it is its most old, when it's most proud, that is when it is the most ripe. When our life is ripe, mature, that is when we are the most useful. That is when we are the blessed among How we are just like the Lord. When he was in Mount Hermon, he was completely mature. So his life shone forth from within. It was like the sun. So he could ascend to heaven but he did not go to impart life to you and me he had to go through suffering before he was the cluster of grapes for you and for me when you see that wine press you see the fullness of life torn apart the grape is disfigured before it was the fullness of life but now it's shame now you see it being torn and disfigured. It's as if this grape is lost. When the grape pours out its wine, this is the blood of the grape. Brothers and that When the wine is pressed out of the grave he has poured out his soul Brothers, if you read Isaiah 53 how was the Lord crucified his soul was poured out do you understand every time you see a Lord uh, shedding his precious blood you know that his soul was poured out thank the Lord for this reason so this wine flowed down to the small wine and 
And from there, it flowed out to the world. In the winter, no matter how poor the Jewish family was, they would always have a cup of wine. They forgot. At the same time, they drink of that wine. Where is that grape? The wine is in the, in the snow. As if forgotten by people. This is the story of the grape. The story of the true vine. That is the story of our Lord. How many people today forget what the Lord has done for us? But thank the Lord. It is because it is forgotten, therefore, when the springtime comes, again it bears fruit. Thank the Lord. This is the story of the grape. Not only our Lord is like this, all those who serve God are like this. Before Paul was martyred, he says, It was a time of me to be poured, my, the drink offering to be poured out. So in the original, it means to give the offering of wine. Drink offering. The drink offering. offering, What is a drink offering? In the Old Testament, when the priest would offer up, no matter what kind of sacrifice, they have to take a cup of wine, and then to pour that cup on the offering. Brothers and sisters, this is the drink offering. Paul was like a vine in his whole life. He says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Our Lord is a true vine. And He is the branch. What, he, what our Lord went through, He went through as well. At the very end of His life, there is a cup of wine. Do you see that? And Paul, going through the wine press, going through so many experiences, he becomes that drink offering. Paul should be able to drink of that wine. But no. That cup was to be poured out. When that cup was poured out, it's when he was martyred. What does that mean? The life of a vine is not only a life that is being pressed, not only one that is torn apart, not only one that is sculpted, not only the one that is stripped, but there is a cup that has to be poured out. This is service based on Christ. May the Lord open our eyes. We know that there is a poem. A, uh, a female poet actually wrote this hit, uh, means poem. Harriet King. Uh, this person's name is Harriet King. In 1948, she wrote a very nice poem about the life of a vine. And her writings are on par with the best female authors in England. Her poems are beautiful. So one day, Watchman Nee actually found one of the poems. 
collection. Actually, this author has a collection of writings. 她的 collection 上面就写门徒 disciples. And her collection is called disciples. 我终于找到了这本书 I found this book. 这是我一生花美金花的最多的一本书 This is one that I paid the highest price in dollars for. 但是我觉得是完全值得的 But I thought it was worth it. 弟兄姊妹，尼弟兄看见了那首诗 When brother Ni saw this poem, 那个时候他被人弃绝 At that time, he was rejected by men. He wanted to serve. But that time, God did not give him that opportunity. But the Lord did not give him the opportunity. He didn't do anything wrong. And through those six years, we don't know how much he suffered. But we know what he suffered. In 1948, in a, in a Shanghai, he took a pile of papers. 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 And that pile of paper was where he translated that poem into Chinese. 那么结果呢？他就分给大家。And he gave it to everybody. 他给大家以前提醒大家。And he reminded everybody before that. 他说我手里的这一叠的纸头啊。That the um the pile of paper I have in my hand. 有五两黄金重。It is full of gold. 你如果真的把它好好这个诗完全读过的话。If you are to read the whole poem. 那就是保罗的一生。It is the life of Paul. 那就是所有跟从主的人都要经过的。This is what everybody who follows the Lord needs to go. 我们没有时间去读它。We don't have time to read it. 但是我愿意很简单的只读它最后的一段。But I like to read the last verse of the poem. 我们请我们的弟兄读英文的原文，原来的文。We will ask our brother to read the original English. 然后我大概把它翻成中文。Then I will translate it to Chinese. Measure thy life. By loss instead of gain. 估量生命原则以失不是以得。Not by the wine drunk, but the wine poured forth. 不问饮酒几许，乃问清酒几何。For love's strength standeth in love's sacrifice. 因为爱的能力在于爱的舍弃。And whoso suffers most hath most to give. 谁苦受的最深，最有积蓄可以给人。那这就是那首诗歌。That is that poem, 弟兄姊妹， brothers sisters. 但愿我们知道， May we see, 我们的主不只是真光， Our Lord is not only the true light. 他也是真饼， He is that true loaf. 他更是真葡萄。Even more, He is the true vine. 你把真饼跟真葡萄树放在一起。When you put the true vine and you put the true loaf together, 这个叫做基督那吃不透的风。These are the unsearchable riches of Christ. When our Lord spoke of the grain falling, of wheat falling into the earth, what he says, if somebody is to serve me, he has to follow me. Where I am, there shall my servant also be. Don't you understand the true love? Don't you understand the true vine? Here's the calling. Are we willing to answer his call? He says, if anyone wants to serve me, we need to follow him. And where is the Lord? Brothers and sisters, our Lord went through the cross. Our Lord went through resurrection. 亲爱的弟兄姊妹，结果就把整个的丰收带给我们。And He brought to us the entire harvest. 你要问我们为什么迦南美地是美地 ？Why is the land of Canaan Beulah land? 是流奶与蜜之地。Why is the land that flows with milk and honey? 奶是动物的精华。
the milk is the essence of the animal kingdom. 蜜乃是植物的精华 ，and honey is the essence of the plant life. 把生命的精华放在一起 ，when you put these two together， 这就是真理。This is true. 弟兄姊妹，明白吗？你要拿这个真理来服侍别人 ，you need to use this truth to serve others. 问题就在这里。But here's the issue. 如果你真的明白了这个真理 ，if you understand the truth， 主会叫我们。The Lord will call. He is in where we are. In wherever he is, we are. He is the true vine. We are the branches. So, brothers and sisters, he is the true vine. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. He is the true loaf. We are the branches. It is our fellowship. You have all your brothers and sisters. We have fellowship with all brothers and sisters. Our Lord is the true vine. We are the branches. We are the true branches. We are the true branches. If we are the true branches, then we truly love one another. Even though many members, we are one bread. Brothers and sisters, you say this is too painful. We have to be with those who are unlovely. We have to break bread with those who are unlovely and not see with us eye to eye. Don't forget, first man took the bread. No matter what actually happens, the Lord was the one who blessed him. You see, every one of us is Elamites. We are all but grains of wheat. You have your dignity. You have your dignity. I have my integrity. I have my integrity. But when you want to keep that grain of wheat, when you want to keep that grain of wheat, then you don't have unity. You are an individual. Maybe you are Madame Guyon. Maybe you are John Darby. But the Lord calls us to one bread. We are all one bread. How can we be one bread? Aren't we just but a grain? But if the grain truly is ripe, that will actually bow down. Mice, 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 You know who are tears? Those who stand tall. But when wheat is mature, it will actually bow down. Not only will it bow down, but it is willing to be turned into powder. Because we together will be grain. And then the, we are baptized into one body. And we are put into the oven. What is Love is long suffering. Sometimes when we eat, we eat too quickly. We might bite our tongue because it's so close. So can you say that forever from now on the tongue is going to go on strike? How do you eat? 
How come when you eat, you don't bite your? Your toes are too far. Why don't you bite your toes?、Oh, you can only bite your, your bite your tongue. All the brothers and sisters in New York are so lovely. Because they're so far away. The ones who make you suffer are those who are beside you. The Lord puts you in an oven. So the Bible says, love, the, the love is long suffering. What is the church? If you suffer, I leave. No, if you leave, there's no bread. So, brothers, we all experience the same experience. Thank the Lord. Even though we are many members, we are but one bread. Brothers, that loaf is the true loaf. I say once again, what is the church? Church is to show forth that He is the true Lord. When we are one breast, then the world knows that God sent His Son. Thank the Lord. What is this? This is the true truth. And we use this truth to serve the children of God. We have some more time. We want to ask a question. Do all of us do this? We all want to serve. But here's the problem. Do we all do this? If we don't do this, can God do a work in us? Of course, God can do it. What is service? Service is not to work for God. Service is to allow God to work. Don't don't work to a point where you forget whose workmanship you are. We talked about it for a half hour. We talked about it for a half hour. So many times when we preach, we preach our own sermon. And then we start to manifest ourselves. We understand the theory. You can speak and memorize the spiritual man to everyone. Are we truly serving? Yes. But only the Lord knows our condition. I say once again. The Lord calls us to use us. It's not because you're capable; it's because you're incapable. What the Lord wants to cultivate is not our work, but the worker. So let us remember. How do we allow Him to、uh, for us to work in His hands? So we need to read a scripture. We have to read a scripture. We have to read a scripture. Let us turn to Exodus 34. 出埃及记。三十四章，出埃及三十四章。Exodus 34. 你记得这段声音，就是当摩西求神赐给给他荣耀以后那一段的记载。So you remember this is the account of when Moses prayed for glory. 三十四章第六节。Chapter thirty-four, verse six. 耶和华在他面前宣告说：“耶和华，耶和华是有怜悯、有恩典的神。” Then the Lord passed out in front of him and proclaimed, "The Lord, the Lord, compassionate and gracious." 
Slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth. Scholars who understand Hebrew and Greek tell us. If you carefully read this verse, loving kindness and truth. These terms are the same as what John said, grace and truth. Abounding in loving kindness and truth is equivalent to the full of grace and truth. Grace and truth comes from Christ. And he, has de- he declares them in the bosom of the Father. Now Moses has a revelation. Moses was distraught. He says, I'm not going anymore. But, he, but God shone forth his glory. So in the Old Testament, so you only saw his back. Only in the New Testament can we see him face to face. Because only when the Holy Spirit ignites our hearts do we see Him. So Moses saw face to face. But the Bible is but the Lord told the Bible shows us that no one has ever seen his face. So what Moses saw was his back. So we think it's clear. So now the Lord wants to reveal him. The Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious. Slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth. Moses looked forward to see Christ. Just like Isaiah saw the glorious Christ and his problems were solved. Before he served according to the law. But it is a service in the shadow. And yes, in the Old Testament, it was through the law. But here's a new beginning. But for us, why is the revelation so important? Abounding in loving kindness and truth. Now let's turn to another verse. Jonah. Jonah. Chapter 4. Verse 1. But it greatly displeased Jonah and he became angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, Please, Lord, was not this what I said while I was still in my own country? For I know that thou art a gracious and compassionate God. Slow to anger. Isn't Jonas here seeing what Moses saw? 
And thou art a gracious and compassionate God. Thou art a gracious and compassionate God. Is that what it says? No. It said actually abounding in Moses we saw abounding in loving kindness and truth. We see grace and truth. So if you compare to John, it's very clear. But here you don't see the word truth. It says abundant and loving kindness. And for abundant truth. But here Jonah changes the word truth into his own understanding. He says, and one who relents concerning calamity. Jonah knew God. Jonah knew the truth. In the truth, there is the truth that is, he does not relent concerning calamity. Uh, he does relent concerning calamity. Jonah didn't say abundant and loving kindness and truth. In the New Testament words, in New Testament, Testament words is full of grace and truth. That is the God that Jonah should know. When it speaks of truth, it didn't use the word truth. It says, the one who relents concerning calamity. What does this mean? This is the truth that Jonah knew. He knew God. That is true. According to what he knew is how he served. So I ask you, does Jonah knew the truth? Of course he does. Did Jonah go to seminary? In today's words, it's as if he had received a seminary training. What is seminary? It enables you to know God. In what place do we see that we know the God the most? Our God is compassionate and slow to anger. Abundant and loving kindness and truth. Full of grace and truth. And we speak of truth. John knew the truth. One who relents concerning calamity. Brothers and sisters, here's an amazing thing. When Jonah said these words, he was greatly displeased. And he was angry. Do you see that? When we are angry, we can't pray. Jonah was angry and he still could pray. When you read Jonah, you are just completely surprised. There are so many paradoxes. Here. You don't understand. Give an example. Jonah is one of the prophetic books. And all the prophets, there are many prophecies. And a, a, a book of the prophets is a prophet because 
There are many prophecies contained in it. Don't think that Jonah is a minor prophet. Because it's a minor prophet book. The major and minor prophet doesn't mean how big or small they are. It is how big their book is. Jeremiah is a major prophet. Why a major prophet? Because his book is very long. A major or a minor prophet is not based on the length. But we have to say, Jonah has to be a major prophet. How do you know that? When our Lord was on earth, He said, Behold, there was one greater than Jonah. Now uh, he is taking an Old Testament prophet comparing with his son. And an Old Testament prophet to compare himself with. This prophet must be great. So don't misunderstand. You think that Jonah is a minor prophet, but no, he's one of the greatest prophets. He's a great prophet. Must be one who obeys. In today's words, wherever the Lamb goes, we follow. But something that amazes us in this book, this major prophet, when the Lord told him to go east, he went west. If we do that, that's no big deal. My oldest son did that all the time. Whenever I told him to go east, he'll go west. Whenever I told him to go west, he'll go east. So that when I really wanted him to go east, I would tell him to go west. Do you understand? We can do that. But a major prophet can. Don't we always say? If a small brother uh, 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 wrongs us, it's okay. But if an elder brother were, wrongs us, then we can't do it. If we commit a small sin, it's okay. But an elder brother cannot. A major prophet cannot. But the major prophet did something we could not think And the book of Jonah. It actually didn't really talk about all the prophecy. It spoke of the prophet. When you read all the other prophetic books, only in the book of Jonah there's only one prophecy. And in Hebrew it's only five words. In the Old Testament, how do you know you're a prophet? Because your prophecies have been fulfilled. In Jonah, there's but one prophecy. After 40 days, Nineveh will fall. And the thing that's most amazing, this prophecy was never fulfilled. Won't Jonah be angry? Of course Jonah is angry. Do you understand? God is full of compassion. He has gained all the glory. But where do I turn my face? The only prophecy I said was not fulfilled. So he was greatly displeased. Read Jonah and you'll see many words great, great. It's a, Nineveh was a great city. The God wanted them to repent. 
Jonah was greatly displeased. And he was angry. The Lord wanted him to repent. But here's the problem. God has many servants. He appointed a great fish. And that is the servant of God. And he went to Tarshish. He told him to go east, he went west. Today's Tarshish is Spain. The Lord told him to go east, he went west. If you go, your conscience should be bothering you, right? But his conscience did not bother him. There has to be a reason. Why was his conscience not bothering him? He knew the truth. He knew the truth. He said, Arise and go to Nineveh. And cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. And then Jonah had a prayer. And that was that prayer that we said. He actually was discussing with the Lord. He says, You are a compassionate God. And the truth I know is you are the one who relents concerning calamity. And because I understand the truth, that is why I fled to Tarshish. Do you understand? Isn't that amazing? Somebody who understands the truth. Many times we don't understand the truth. They can't just differentiate between left or right hand. You help them. Why did Jonah flee? Because he knew God. He fled. And then he was afraid that something was going to be fulfilled. He fled to Tarshish. Why? Very clear. Because he knew, the, he knew God as the one who relents concerning calamity. Our Lord is one who is full of loving kindness. So he knew one thing. If he goes to Nineveh, if they were to repent, and Nineveh will continue to exist. Where is Nineveh? Nineveh was the capital of the Assyria. It's a very big city in Assyria. Jonah was a prophet. So he can use the binoculars of time to see what was going to happen. So he knew in 722 BC, the ten tribes in Israel, the ten tribes in the northern kingdom will be led captive into Assyria. He's a prophet. He knew what the truth was. He knew what was going to happen. God's word is true. God is not, God's word is always, in, always true. 
Jonah loved his citizens. His own people. He loved his people. He loved God's testimony. If he were to obey God's will, if he were to go to Nineveh, and if the people of Nineveh were to repent, according to the truth he knew, One day Israel will be captive to Assyria. He didn't want that to happen. He loved God's people. He loved his own people. He didn't he call him to go to his own people? He knew that if Nineveh were to repent, and then woe to Israel. So he had to do one thing. He had to flee. He knows that going to Tarshish, there it actually takes three years to go back and forth. So he felt if he could flee to Tarshish, it would take three years for the Lord to get him back. So Nineveh three years later would have fallen. Because the wickedness would have been so great that he would have been judged. They would have been judged. Do you understand? For God's people, he was willing to sacrifice himself. He exiled himself to Tarshish. He thought that he was a hero. In a very high moral he says, For God's testimony, for God's people, so that they can still remain. He can do something that is against God's will. But he fled very quickly. He fled all the way to Joppa. This, this ship only comes once every three years. How did he meet a ship? It must be God's will. If it weren't God's will, there wouldn't be a ship. He felt in his pocket. He has enough money for the fare. If you have the ship but no fare money, Isn't this God's will? So he went on to the ship. And then the Lord, the, the Bible says that he went down to Joppa. And then when he went onto the ship, he went down into the cargo. And then he slept. The conscience did not bother him. He had sweet dreams when he was sleeping. One who serves God. It's possible that his conscience will not bother him. Even though he's going in the opposite direction. He says, no, 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 I'm following God's will. I am I'm for, my, for my people. So I sacrifice myself. So that the gospel can be preached. Do you understand? For the, he used these words to surround him. So he was hypnotizing himself with his own truth. His conscience was clear. Brothers and sisters, as if when his conscience has no more feeling, God loved Jonah. God is to create an environment. And he brought forth a storm. And the ship was moving. And as it was shaking, 
all the people and their sailors were praying. They were all praying. Even though those sailors prayed to idols, but the one who knew the true God, this Jonah, and the captain had to go down into the hole. And say, you who are sleeping, what are you doing? Arise. Do you remember the Lord said, Arise and go to Nineveh? He did not arise. He went down into the hole. And the captain said, Arise and pray to your God. Isn't that embarrassing? You need to have a Gentile to remind you to ask God. Before Jonah could flee, he couldn't flee anymore. All those, all of them knew that he was fleeing God. At that time, thank the Lord. He is God's servant. When he couldn't, he couldn't hide anymore. When he saw that God found him, so he testified for him. He said, "I am a Hebrew. I fear the Lord God." The one who made the sea and dry land. He preached the gospel. Even though he failed, he was God's servant. And he told them how he was God. And for this reason, the ship was almost shipwrecked. So many times, because we have not been faithful, the church does not have peace. So God had to do something. The, this, this disobedient Jonah was there a way thank the Lord when he understood God's will when his shame was shown forth to everybody they asked him what should we do so that the seas can be calm what did he say he said pick me up and throw me into the sea. This word pick me up, pick, was mentioned at least twice. Do you remember when the Lord said, If I am lifted up, that all shall bow before me? So this disobedient Jonah, this Jonah who thought he knew the truth, what was he to do? The Lord wants him to go through the cross. He wants to throw him to death. To be picked up and to be thrown into the sea. Then you have this experience of death. This disobedient servant. The only way is to go through death. And then at this point, the sailors became afraid. They, they admire this person. When somebody stands for God, if he doesn't say anything, nobody's going to throw him into the sea. But now he's with God. He knows God is going to throw him to death. And he spoke like God. Pick me up. Throw me into the sea. When you do this, then they refused to do it. They tried to roll back. Finally, God's will cannot be changed. Jonah had to be thrown to death. 
。所以结果神他就被抛在海里面。And they threw him into the sea. 结果水手们得救了。And then the sailors were saved. Because they heard him preach the gospel. They greatly feared the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. Isn't that amazing? And then in chapter 2, when Jonah was praying in the belly of the fish, and at the end, Jonah also gave sacrifice and gave a vow. The sailors were saved, even Jonah was saved. Jonah needed to be saved from himself. So he's thrown into the sea. Then we see what happened in the sea. Chapter two is the prayer of Jonah in the belly of the fish. This is the most difficult place to pray. This is the most difficult place to pray. Some people say that actually when Jonah was in the belly of the fish, he prayed himself to death. Some people say that Some people say that actually when Jonah was in the belly of the fish, he was able to find oil. What oil? We don't know where Jonah was. But we know when God created the heaven and the earth. There was an ocean. 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 There's a type of fish that has no teeth. So when the ocean water comes in, it comes into its mouth. And we, in, the, in history, we've seen that a, a horse was found in the belly of a fish. At the beginning of the 20th century, a man was found in the fish. He was swallowed by a fish. His friends chased after the fish, caught the fish, and, and uh, opened them up and saved them. So Jonah was praying in the belly of the fish. But remember, this is the most difficult place to pray. This is the most difficult place to pray. But this is one of the best prayers in the Bible. But this is one of the best prayers in the Bible. Because this prayer is a gathering of many psalms together. When man's words are useless, through God's word, when Jonah was going through death, he was able to pray. So Jonah was there in the belly of the fish. And he was there three nights and three days. And finally, he was from 就被约拿约肉哈，然后神就安就吩咐鱼，就把约拿就吐在旱地上。Then the Lord commanded the fish, and the fish vomited Jonah onto dry land. 虽然约拿是失败的约拿 ，Even though Jonah was a failure， 但是约拿在鱼腹里面那一段乃是基督的预表。But even though he, when he was in the belly of the fish, it was a type of Christ. 我们的主不是三天三夜在地里面，而且从死里复活。Remember when our Lord was in the earth three days and three nights? And then he rose up again. Because Jonah is now a type of Christ. So his experience is the experience of Christ. Christ went through death. He did also. He was in the belly of the fish. That was death. And after he came out of the belly, he had experience of death and resurrection. When you read Matthew, our Lord says there is but one sign. Outside the sign of Jonah, there is no other sign. How Jonah was in three days and three nights in the belly. So shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. 
this explains his experience. 好了，现在我们回到了失败的约拿。And we come back to the failed Jonah. 你叫约拿这个人叫人受不了的。Jonah is somebody who makes people feel uncomfortable. People can't stand him. 所以，但是神有办法可以做的。But the Lord can do something. 你叫有时候你吃东西，肚子消化不了。Sometimes when you eat something and you can't digest it, 实在一点都不能消化了。You can't digest it well. 你就把它吐出来了。You have to vomit it out. 所以你看，你约拿难办到一个地步啊。So Jonah was so difficult. 在鱼肚里三天，鱼都受不了了。Even the fish couldn't stand him. 三天一定要把它吐出来才可以。The fish had to vomit him out. 所以弟兄姊妹，你就知道约拿是怎样的约拿。Now you know what how difficult Jonah was. But thank the Lord. When you read his prayer, he has an experience. He was supposed to be angry. 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 He was The belly of the fish. From the belly of Sheol to the belly of the fish. From one death to another death. But don't forget. But don't forget. The death of a Christian is not the death in Sheol. The death of a Christian. He saves us from death. And puts us into the belly of the fish. This death is always ready for resurrection. So, brothers and sisters, what did he say? Salvation is from the Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is chapter one and chapter two. 好了，到了第三章你就 Chapter three. 约拿完全学会了 Jonah learned a lesson. 他本来不顺服，现在顺服了 He wasn't obedient. Now he's obedient. 约拿第二次领导约拿说 The second time the Lord spoke. 起来，往尼尼微大城去 Arise, go to Nineveh. 向其中的居民宣告我所吩咐你的话 And proclaim to it the proclamation. 结果约拿便照耶和华起来，往尼尼微去 So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh. 他到尼尼微是个外国人 He was a stranger in Nineveh. He how poorly learned five words. He he learned five words. 再等四十，尼尼微就倾倒了。Yet forty days and Nineveh will be overthrown. 你想想看呐、啊。Think about. 今天我们就传福音需要用金口才可以。Today when we preach, we need a golden mouth. 你到温州传福音，你起码能够讲温州话。When you go to Winslow Province, you need to speak Winslowese. 温州的话是最难学的话。Winslowese is the most difficult language to learn. 你不懂啊，人跟神分不清楚的。You can't differentiate between man and God. 所以弟兄姊妹，你看见吗？但是你今天若到温州，你当然要讲温州话。But if you go to Winslow, you need to speak Winslowese. 结果你只学五个字。But here he learned five words. You need a golden mouth. 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 God said five words. That's it. I just talk a foreign language, and it's a foreign language. And with a foreign accent. If he were to say this, everybody would laugh at him. Brothers and sisters, you see? If he were to say this, everybody would laugh at him. Brothers and sisters, you see? If he were to say this, everybody would laugh at him. Brothers and sisters, you see? If he were to say this, everybody would laugh at him. Quite amazing. The entire city of Nineveh repented. There was 120,000 persons who did not know how to differentiate between right and left. This city was at least of a million people. 
No such great thing has ever happened. From top to bottom, everybody repented. They didn't give food to the beast. The beast don't know All the beasts were crying out. Everybody's crying out for repentance. At the end, thank God. God saw the situation. God did not give them command. The entire city repented. Now we ask a question. Why? Did so many people were saved? If somebody is obedient, whatever God says, I say. Five words. The entire city was saved. What's the explanation? The explanation is in Luke chapter 11. When our Lord spoke of the sign of Jonah, it was in Matthew it spoke just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the fish so was our, the son of man in the heart of the earth but Luke said something different he says the sign of Jonah became the sign of the Ninevites he, was, he became a miracle. So in, in the eyes of the world, we are also a miracle. The greatest miracle was for rise, to rise from the dead. And now before everyone, he's a miracle. What does, what does that mean? The Ninevites used to worship the fish god. The fish was their god. Then there is someone who came out of the belly of the fish has overcome their fish. How do you know? When you see, uh, uh, when you see Jonah full of scars and wounds coming out of the belly of the fish, he should have been swallowed up. But he overcame the fish. But he is full of scars and wounds. Brothers and sisters. So if we use the New Testament language, when he was walking through Nineveh with the marks of the cross, plus those five simple words, everyone repented. Brothers and sisters. We want to have this revival. We want many people to be saved. We are amazed at what's being done in Korea. How come so many people have been saved? Other places likewise. In Fuching, there is over 100,000 Christians. How do you explain that? Thank you. If you see this condition, the reason is what? These Christians, to this world, they are a miracle. They went through the belly of the fish. They are full of wounds. Not many words. Brothers and sisters. 
from the top to the bottom, they all accepted the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, to arrive at the fullness of the harvest, unless a grain of wheat falls down to the earth and dies, it bears much fruit. The grape is torn apart, and the wine is given out. Brothers and sisters, when you preach the gospel, because you have the wounds of the cross on you, then you will not even believe in the result. Jonah should be happy. What did I do to have this result? Do you understand? May the Lord open our eyes. A disobedient Jonah. God can do a work through death and resurrection when he bore his cross then we have a full harvest don't we want the revival especially in Singapore especially for the young ones when you feel that the young ones are being lost when you feel that the young ones are being captivated by the world what is the reason if at home if the parents are like Joseph when the children see those scars and wounds on us even though the world is lovely but the Lord is even more lovely don't use the world's means that's impossible it's impossible there are, so, there are some like Jonah that are willing to be obedient before God. Brothers and sisters, now you will see not only do we work for God, but we allow God to work in us so that we who think we know the truth we try to teach others. Many times our conscience does not bother us. So God can uh, fix us. And He can fix us by just throwing us to death. He can fix us. But the Lord loves us. But God wants to use us. When He wants to use us again, we are full of scars and wounds. So, what did Paul say? For now, don't bring any trouble to me. For I bear the body marks of the Lord Jesus. When death started to work in Paul, life began in others, birth began in others. Do you have scars? Amy Carmichael was a missionary to India from the Keswick Convention. She wrote a hymn. And this hymn is, Hast Thou No Scar? It's a very precious hymn. Brother Washington translated this hymn. And afterwards, he added a couple verses to it. And Sister Ni wrote a, a letter to a sister in Hong Kong. Brother Ni not only wrote this, and actually, Brother Ni uh, is the 
only him that he actually added the melody to it. 结果后来我到了澳洲，我就明白过来了。So when I went to Australia, I understood. 原来有一个弟兄是读音乐的弟兄。There is somebody who、uh, there was a brother who studies music. 你必须就把他所听见的那个声音就告诉的我们的弟兄，把它写下来。Our brother Ni asked this brother the the sound that he heard to write this into music. So this song became a hymn among us. So this hymn became a hymn amongst us. How did you not have a scar? Let me read it, and I will and、uh, I will translate it into Chinese. First verse: Has thou no scar, no hidden scar on foot or side or hand? I hear thee sung throughout the land. I hear them hail thy shining star. Hast thou no scar? No scar. 你怎没有伤痕？没有伤痕在你身上乐旁，你的名声反而远播四方，他们反而赞美你的光芒。你怎没有伤痕 ？Hast thou no wound? Yet I was wounded by the archer spent, leaned me against a tree and rent. My by ravening beasts round me I swooned. Hast thou no wound? No wound. 你怎没有伤痕？我是受迫，孤独在挂在树上，四围无情，尽是残忍狂妄。我是受了鞭伤、刺伤、冰伤。你怎没有伤痕 ？No wound, no scar. Yet, as the master shall the servant be, and pierced the feet that follow me. But whole can he have followed far who has no wound nor scar? 怎能你无伤痕？仆人不比主人更有希望，先生蒙羞，学生岂能堂皇？而你却是安逸、完整、无恙，怎能你没有伤害？这就是那首诗歌。That is that hymn. 亲爱的弟兄姊妹，所以当我们每次唱这首诗歌的时候， hymn, 就叫我们想起约拿的故事。Reminds us of the story of Jonah. 今天主在问我们。The Lord is asking. 虽然今天时间过了一点 ，Even though our time is already gone. 但是是我个人的信息最后一个晚上。But tonight is the last message. 所以让我再借几分钟的时间。I just want to borrow some time. 我唱这首诗歌给弟兄们听。I like to sing this hymn. 我只唱其中的一节。I'm only going to sing verse one. 到了第二节的时候 ，And verse two. 如果你们会哼的，和我一起来哼。If you know how to hum it, please hum it. 如果你们会背的，和我一同来背。If you know how to sing it, please sing it. 让我们一同来唱这三首三节诗歌。Let us sing these three verses. 然后我们好不好有几一一点点的祷告 ？And then let us have some prayer. 虽然有一点点的晚 ，Even though it's a little tardy. 但是我们再借几分钟。But let us borrow some time. 然后我们再结束这个聚会。And then we can end. 所以唱完诗歌以后 ，After we sing， 请大家能够受着圣灵的感动，短短的有几几个简单的祷告。Let us have some very short prayers according to the Spirit. 你曾没有伤痕，没有伤痕在你身上了旁，你的名声反而远播。Oh.、Uh...